Welcome to the Jag Off Hour. And today we have. I got the metronome, bro. The metronome is handled. <laughs> uh, but today is Mother's Day. Today is May 14th. And today we have a special guest appearance by the woman, the myth, the legend. Uh, Mother McKinn herself. Er, I get it. It's, it's my mom. Um, shout out her. <laughs> um, and as always, we always have the more... Oh, wait. I mixed two words. The marvelous and anomalous one. We have IZ the Anomaly. And as always, soy el jaguar. But today, I just wanted to use it as an excuse to wait for it. Wait for it. Okay, I just wanted to use it as an excuse just to hear some stories. Uh, Because I know you, like, dude, you've lived a wild fucking life. You've lived a wild life. I have a lot of experience. <laughs> she says, I have a lot of experience. Um, but just run me through it real quick. Because you started out life... Like... It's me, Noah, and Megan. You raised, you've raised three kids and we're all above the age of 20. None of us are like really bad off. And we're all pretty good kids. <laughs> Um, and you were a single mom, like the whole time you, you brought us up, you did all that shit. Um, and yeah, just run me through it. Like how did life feel when you were a kid? How did, because you were in Asheville before Asheville was like it is now, of course, but before Asheville was even half as busy as it is now, if that makes any sense. I don't know. I don't know. Just run me through it. You know what I'm saying? Well, just like you, I'm Asheville, born and raised. Um, we are mountain people. Uh, my family goes back generations here, many generations of us here. And, um, We were kind of like, we didn't have a traditional family, especially for the time. Um, me and my sisters were raised by our grandmother, who adop- she adopted us. So it was like six girls. Like our mother was our sister. It was all really weird. <laughs> it was all very hard to explain. We still don't want to explain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you don't even want to explain it. It's really like some really messed up Appalachian Mountain shit, you know? (laughs) Well, not like... It's like, you know, like... It's literally so... What you've told me is this is also like in the future... I'll always, I'll always have like a recording of you just talking about your story. Well, you know, it kind of goes back to the times and about how women were treated in society. And, you know, women were always like, um, 
just undervalued, you know, and, um, and my poor old mama, she was a wild woman. She liked to have a good time. And now, you know, women can do that, and it's fine, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but back in the day, that wasn't so acceptable. And so, you know, she had three children, three different dads. She gave us all away. I kind of followed in her first sense, but I kept my children. That was the twist. And, you know, she, she was just a different kind of woman, you know. And you were raised around here uh, in good old Appalachian town where um, you faced a lot of, like, adversity, to say the least. Um, because you didn't have it easy going through school uh, because you guys were orphans. We were pitiful. We were just the pitiful kids, you know. We didn't have parents like other kids and... Um, you know, like everybody knew where mama was the town slut. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you got to be honest. It's, it was what it was. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so it, it hadn't been a good life around here. It will in the early and then years. you were raised with your in great grandparents. Or my great grandparents. Yeah. Your grandparents. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and, they and were, by law, it made your aunts your sisters. <laughs> So you guys all call each other your sisters, and it's it's cool, but it's like it's wild. It is it's it's wild. wild. It's hard to shit. understand. It's it's complicated. You grew up on like a fucking farm. You know, it's, <laughs> you had like a whole farm with horses and goats and things cows have changed and a lot. Sheep, like and life happened, and the times changed rapidly, as anybody from Generation X will tell you. And then um, there was the Latino wave. And you know, like I mean, when Spanish people got here, and then you got like deep involved in some underground shit. Allegedly. Allegedly, um, and you had a you had a wild life. Like, my dad is not allowed in this country. My three oldest brothers were in jail for a reason, uh, and I, I think that's so wild. I think that's so wild. And then like just. All of a sudden, you decide... Well, you know, when you live in a place like Asheville, where it is a tourist town, and where all kinds of people come here, it, it's like a mill. That's how I got here. You know, like, I didn't find out who my father was until I was 50 years old and did an ancestry DNA kit and then met my some of my biological father's family and some of them even remembered Mama and how it all happened. It was a very quick <laughs> whirlwind relationship that happened when... You know, my father, my biological father come here on a vacation into the mountains, you know, when he left a little evidence behind, <laughs> you know, and he was a sailor. Yeah, so so it's all like, that's what happens when you live in a place like Asheville as a tourist town. There's a lot of different kinds of people that come in here and then they mix with us natives and you just get a big old mess. <laughs> So how long has Asheville a been good like a tourist town? Well, I think it's always been a tourist town. Um, it's I think it was, a, you know, like people have been coming here to go to the Biltmore House for a long time. Mm. And I think what it, what's happened is it used to be more of a tourist destination for rich people. That's why you see like the Grove Park Inn, which has been there for all my life, and I ain't never been able to afford to stay yeah. there. And, you know, so I think, it, I think it used to be more for just rich people that came here and you didn't have quite the kind of tourist explosion that you have now where you got Allegiant 
flying plane loads of people from Florida up here all the time. You know, I think I think that's one of the biggest differences that's changed in the tour, face of tourism in Asheville is all the easy flights out of the Asheville airport that they have now and the cheap flights. And it's really easy for people to make a lot of quick trips here and visit the mountains. And it's beautiful here. Who wouldn't want to come here? I think we yeah. live in one of the most beautiful places in the world. I would agree. You know? And now he's like world travel himself. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that's like <laughs> drove tourism up a lot. At least from what I witnessed even through, you know, like the little bit of Airbnb business that I do. Mm. You know, it's... Um, Oh, tell us some Airbnb Oh my stories. God, Airbnb, uh, yes, yes, yes. Because we were... In As everybody does when they get broke, they turn to Airbnb to make a little bit of extra cash. <laughs> Is this empty? Can you use this? Or? Yeah, it's empty. Okay. And, uh, oh no, it might not be empty. So a little bit in there. But I don't think there's much in there. It don't matter, yeah. It's like this. But, yeah. Oh, Interesting. And then you can just grind it. Okay. But I'm continue. sorry. Uh, continue. I forgot what I was saying. Airbnb. Oh, <laughs> Airbnb. Yeah. So, um, uh, because, dude, we went through a whole spell where yeah, I... Yeah, like, I needed I, to make money quick and we, figure out how to pay the bills. So we did Airbnb homestays. And this is when and, I moved back home. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Justin, yeah, Justin was... Was you a senior in high school or was a senior? Yeah. Yeah, it was his senior year. It was like later in the year. Later in his senior year in high school, we started doing Airbnb homestays. So Justin would be in his room, and I would Airbnb the couch, <laughs> and I would Airbnb my bedroom. And then we had a roommate. We kept a roommate in one of the other rooms. We rented it all the time. And so. Um, the Airbnb business was, you know, it, it boomed because mm -hmm. we, had, you know, I had my prices pretty low and it, and it brought in all kinds of stuff and it brought a lot of transitional kind of people. And with that business, we've seen a lot of crazy. Understandably. <laughs> so much crazy shit. So much crazy shit. Justin, would you like to tell me about the lesbians? So crazy shit. Or, you know, in your senior year of high school, or shall I? <laughs> Shalom. I want to hear from your perspective. So I'll definitely tell my side of the story. Um, Shalom. Well, um, I, I had, you know, um, we had a girl come, and she was a really nice young girl, and she had a dog, and it was a really cool little dog. And she rented the couch in the living room, and it was the couch in the living room. And we had a roommate. Oh, was it that uh, the one with the blue eyes that I went down to the creek with a couple times? The I don't know, but like it looks like a German Shepherd. Maybe blue eyes. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. It's not that deep. Okay. There's been going. so many dogs of people come through Airbnb. Who knows? Anyway, I. Uh, what is that noise? So she shows up, and she's as nice as she can be, and she rents out for like a month on the couch. And um, she was moving from another part of North Carolina, and she was coming over here to um, be with her girlfriend, who was a college student. And so um, she comes over here, and I didn't know about the girlfriend, and she, she would come over, and she'd just get up and go out and stay out all day, and then she would come back, and she had a job, so she'd work. And we didn't really see her very much. Well, then, um, 
And I also had a roommate, and I lovingly <laughs> refer to her to it as, as drunk, drunk Chris, Chris number two. Drunk Chris number two. That's how we rem- differentiate all the different Chris roommate, roommates we had named Chris. Because when I moved back mm-hmm. in, there was already you had a like drunk a, Chris. There was a drunk Chris, yeah. And yeah, a lot there of were drunk people Chris's. in the field, and there was a guy in in the in our park or in our just like our side driveway mm-hmm. all the time. It was crazy. It was a crazy time. And then time. there were people and living in the field. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a it lot was of fun. Wild. We met people from all over the place. There was that we would have somebody Zimbabwe. Yeah, we, yeah, we had people from Zimbabwe, people from um, Bel- New Belgium or Belgium or boys in Belgium. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not even joking you. Yeah, they were from the brewery uh, over here. Hmm. Um, Shout out the boys in Belgium. Yeah, it, it was crazy. It was crazy times. We met a lot of people. We had a lot. Mostly, mostly everybody was cool, and mostly it was a good time. Like people who do Airbnb homestays. Are pretty cool people overall. Like, like they are down for a good time. Okay, you know, and <laughs> and so you know, so we 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 had some good times, but then we had some issues. And so the lesbian, so I'm back to the lesbian files. This is the first first time lesbian we had an files. issue. Yeah, this is the first time we had an issue with Airbnb. <laughs> so um, we've got drunk Chris number two and. In her bedroom and Justin's in his bedroom and Justin's a senior in high school and this is like towards the end of his senior year and um, I had left the house for the weekend with a tender date who also happened to be a, a project engineer for Duke Power he was a big wheel he was a big deal Anyway, so um, we were just hanging out and having a good time, and all of a sudden Justin calls and he's like, "Mom, uh, what was it? I can't even remember how you said it." But anyway, so anyway, long story short, Justin was home and Chris was in the bedroom, and the girl on the couch from Airbnb had come in with her girlfriend. And they were just having sex on the couch in the living room for anybody to see. Noise. And so Justin... Dude, it was fucking wild. Yeah, Justin had come out of his bedroom to go to the kitchen and get something to drink and whatnot. And sure. That's why he came they were. out of his bedroom. Sure. Well, he was scared. Innocent. He, no, he innocent was really scared. Justin. He was scared. What's going on in my house? I was so like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do right now?" I was, I was so confused. He's like, they did rent the couch. I, dude, I was so confused because I didn't even know it was happening. At well, first. from like, that point on, and at this time, at this time, let me be clear: staying here full time, staying here full time, we had. I'll never forget this. Staying here full time, we had me, we had Justin, we had roommate drunk Chris number two. We had someone in the driveway in a van. Bill. We had someone else in a completely, um, like, I don't know how to, like, sustainable, decked out camper in the field. That was like a really preppy couple that we called Ken and Barbie. There's a story with Ken and Barbie. Taylor and that dude, yeah. <laughs> no real names. No real names. Oh. 
Ken and Barbie. Yeah. And uh, so there was a lot of people in, in like, so the, everybody was sharing resources and, you know, the couch was right there in the living room in the wide open. There's doors right there, sliding glass doors right there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like people would come in to, you know, go to the shower or use the bathroom or whatever. And then there they would be just having lesbian sex out in the open for everybody to see. This went on for like Yeah, this went on for like a week. Yeah, like a week. We let it go on for a week because we really didn't know how to address it. Yeah, what's the legality? Yeah, like we didn't know. Yeah, we were all scratching our heads. We didn't know what to do, you know. And it's like, dude... We didn't know how to handle the situation. I didn't know how to handle the situation. Nobody knew how to handle the situation. You know? Literally, dude, knew yeah, I mean, like, know. I don't so think I anybody has any experience in that field. I come yeah, home in from the, school. So I come home from school. I, like, fourth period weight training or whatever. Well, Barbie was even... A, she was like a licensed clinical social worker. Yeah. Worked as a counselor. She didn't even know how to address it. Like, not, you know, like, like it's like... We all talked about it together. We all talked about it, yeah. Like, we all talked about it individually, separately, groups. Yeah, I mean, you know... We were like, dude, what the fuck do we do? What do we do? Yeah! Weird, like, they took bro. over the living room, and every time you went in there, it was like a Pornhub episode on the... I don't know. I didn't it spend was... a lot of time at the house. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I, I don't blame you. Uh, it ended up erupting. It ended up with drunk Chris number two. Just going off. Just and going off. And she was scared. Yeah, ever. she was scared. She was the funniest big lady. She left. Ever. She left when drunk Chris number two went off on her. Oh, she yeah. left so fast she could get out of here quick enough. <laughs> yeah. And that was the end of that problem. Cool. It was yeah. wild. It was wild. I came it was home from it was crazy. Passed out. I woke up and I was so fucking thirsty because I think I came home. Uh, Didn't drink any water. Yeah, yeah. I did some marijuanas, allegedly. <laughs> um, and then, like, I just passed out and I woke up and I was so thirsty, bro. So thirsty. And I was like, I need water. Because I was just sitting there for a second. The house was quiet. So I wasn't thinking. I literally just grabbed my water cup, my empty ass water cup, opened my door, went to the kitchen. And, like, I didn't even stop and look. And then, like, I, I, I just walk in there. I get some water. I take a sip of it. And then my mind does, like, a double take. And like, I, look, huh? I look in that, like, mirror in, in the hallway. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, reflects perfectly on the couch. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I was like, and then I walked over here. And I just, like, I'm looking at it. And I, I see the covers moving. I'm like. What the fuck? And I get my water. I, I go in my room. I drink the cup of water. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do right now? I don't even remember the details. But I do know the day that it went down. We drunk prison number two going off on them. It was unreal. It was wild, man. It was a wild time. Uh, my freshman year in school was so fucking hard, bro so hard like i spent that whole summer right after high school just we had one roommate and having fun with her friends and i hope nobody ever Airbnb hears this but in in no names allowed justin heard. we had one roommate we'll call him corn and he had a little boy that was like um a dog. oh 
Oh my god, bro. This like, kid acted like a dog. Like he genuinely thought he, he genuinely was a dog. He genuinely thought he was a dog and then like the like corn bragged that <laughs> the child was raised by the dog named um White Box. White Box raised him. Yeah, and, and White and White Box was a really cool little dog. Nobody's it's a dog name, dude. It's a okay. dog name. Yeah, and box. yeah, and so um, so Box raised the child, and the child thought he was a dog, so he would go around on all fours. All his hair was all down in his face, and wild looking, and he would bark. He didn't talk. He he would, he would eat food like a dog. It was really crazy. It you was see, really pitiful. Like, catch food. He thought his name bowl. was Boy. He didn't know he his didn't name. Know his name. He didn't know he his didn't name. know his name. Ayla, Ayla, my little niece, showed him how to speak. And taught him how to be a kid. And a human taught him kid. how to like walk on two legs and it was wild. It was, it was I'm not even it was I wish we were lying. Situation. I like corn, It was bro, so weird. Corn was so weird. One of our really close he, friends I'm getting the vibe that I'm here for this episode just to listen to these stories because this is interesting. Um, I'm like, yeah, so... Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> dog raised the child. Yes, yes. bro, And yes. then your niece, Justin, yes. taught the child how to be a child. Yes. On everything, bro. Yes. I'm not making this shit okay. up. Okay. Uh, yes. It was wild, because I was I was probably a freshman in college, yeah. Our, our, it was crazy. One of our really close crazy. friends... I'm telling you, yes. We'll, we'll call him, like, Tree. It was, it was, we'll call this dude Tree. Uh, he was one of our, he really got me into like, just like, reggae music. Yeah, go for it. Reggae music Coolest and shit. dude in the world. Really cool dude. Like, yeah. I love that dude. He taught me a lot of lessons. We've done many, many alleged drugs. Just excellent shaman. and mushrooms, allegedly. Yeah, excellent shaman. Really cool. I can open that for you, dude. Okay, you got it. Never mind. I'll take it back. You got it. Um... But Tree, bro, Tree introduced us. He was like, oh, yo, Corn is such a cool guy. You guys will never have a problem with him. He's a really cool guy. I've been best friends with him for years. And then he was he was cool at the start. And he, he trapped out of the house, allegedly. Um, we've said on this podcast before, but everything is alleged. Um, and this dude, Corn, who lived with us, who had the wild boy. Um, it was, it was crazy, man. Like when he didn't start bringing the kid around until like three weeks in or four weeks in, he was just like looking us up with weed and whatever we needed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then he starts bringing the kid around and we're like, is this kid pretending? Is this kid pretending? Like, and then we start learning more about the kid. Mm-hmm. And he's literally like, he thought he was a dog. And then him and, a my bad. You're okay. Him and Ayla thought they were the same, or him and Ayla were the same age. Mm -hmm. And Ayla was really smart. Uh, or she talked really early, not that, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, and she was like a prissy little girl. Uh, 
And, and he was like kid, a dirty little animal boy. When he got a cold, he got a cold, I turned him and around. his snot would like stick in his hair Ew. and oh, just be in front of his hair. And his, like he wouldn't eat the dude. Corn would not get the kid a haircut. And then mom talked to Corn's mom and like figured out a time <laughs> that the mom or no, 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 Corn, oh. the dude, uh, the dude, the dad. The, the anyway, dogs, the kids, the, dog the kids' real grandma, grandma ended up just taking the kid and getting his haircut. Mm. Oh my god, he was so mad. He was so, corn was pissed, bro. He was so mad. But then the kids started like walking on two legs, and he started acting more and more like a boy. And his name wasn't boy; it was, it was Casanova. It was Casanova. Right. Yeah. Um, and he started acting like a boy and he started talking and he started liking video games but he was just like wild boy bro it's fucking crazy uh, and he's a furry now and then and then I had um, I had these this woman come here and she and like She's like the president of an online sex club. And um, so they were having sex parties down in the field by the creek. Oh, Lori, bro. (coughs) Dory, 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 yeah. Allegedly. Never clipped or edited. Continue, uh, and that was all a crazy wild experience. Wild, bro! Oh my god, I, mean, I haven't seen her in a long time. I ain't seen her since the last four twenty festival. Since the last four twenty festival, I built a, I built a house out in Leicester, or restored a house out in Leicester with these people that owned a company called Fetish Factory, and they do like fucking giant sex parties down in Florida and have like a shop in Florida. Where they just sell a bunch of latex and like uh, leather suits yeah. and shit like that, and sex That's toys wild. and all kinds of shit. But yeah, they got a quaint little house out in Leicester now. Shout out them, bro. Old ass farmhouse. I had a couple rent my bedroom mm-hmm. and come here, and I was like, <clears throat> when they got here. And I was doing something that, that night. Mom just slept in my Drugs. room. Allegedly. Well, no, this couple, like I don't even know if you even was here. Well, you was probably, I don't know if you've seen this couple or not. Know. This couple rented my bedroom. And they asked, they called and asked if they could come down. I said, sure, you know. And it was like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I was doing my group down at the Airbnb. They come in. I introduced them, showed them around a little bit. Told him I was doing my group down there. You know, I'd be back with them because we was having a great time down the creek. And uh, so then they, like, come here, went in there, had sex, and then left. And that was it. And they left me a great review. It was so awkward. They could have probably went a whole lot of other places for that no actually I found that happened several times where people just would rent the bedroom just to come and have sex and leave like a two or three hour deal it was really weird I didn't like that at all I got very uncomfortable when people did that and I missed a lot of this and I couldn't imagine I was just sitting there and I was like you know I can't imagine 
Like, if I, if a man wanted to be with me, and the best he could do would be to take me into a stranger's house through a group of people, because there was always a group of people here, mm-hmm. and take them right in the bedroom in daylight just in front of everybody and do that, do the nasty with the walls thin where everybody runs out of the house because they won't hear it, and then just leave. That's fucking weird. That's weirdos. It is pretty weird. We had some weird times, bro. There's this Great other, times too. other dude named Brady. Uh, we drove him all the way up to Washington, D.C. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We drove him all the way up to Washington, D.C., and he was, like, on the spectrum. Okay. Um, and he was, like, a pretty cool dude. No ill will against him at all. Like, I hope he's doing well. Uh, no, we overall like him. He's just... He, he was in recovery. And people often relapse when they're in recovery. Yeah, it's hard to... Uh, he was, like, on the spectrum, and he was funny as hell, bro. Funny as hell. Oh, on my God. On the spectrum God. and back and forth in recovery was not a good combination. No. Mm-hmm. It made for very crazy. And it, when we finally got to D.C., him and Mom got in an argument, and Mom's like, like, immediately when I, like, we get to D.C., and we were, like, later that day, we were going to go get some, like, legal weed. And I was super excited because I was like, I had just turned 18 or something, or I was like 19 or some shit. And, uh. Crazy times we've had. Yeah. We've had some. I was really. like, bro, we are not turning around before we get this. You need to. I, I told mom to be on her best behavior. Um. And no ill will against this dude, but we were just wild shit, bro. Crazy. Uh, it makes you appreciate how quiet the house is. Yeah, really. Like, now we appreciate our quiet space so much. It got crazy up in here. Mm-hmm. So many people in and out. All kinds of, <laughs> lots of drinking. Hey, anytime you come, day or night, there'd be a patio full of people sitting out there, like, day drinking and shit, or drinking. And carrying on. And everybody, as soon as they got home from work, would be cracking open cans and pouring bottles. Because, you know, anytime, you know, like, it was crazy times. I'll tell you, it's crazy times. We had one woman. We had the guy from Zimbabwe here. Mm-hmm. And he was like the really cool black dude. And um, young guy. And he stayed here for a month while they were getting his dorm ready at Mars Hill. And I loved it. And so then we had, a, and he was, you know, staying in the room. And so then I had a woman boot the couch. And she came. And Lord, that woman, she got here early. Because a lot of times, you know, it ain't really like a hotel. People get here early. Mm-hmm. She got here early. And Lord, she got here. And as soon as she got here, she started drinking. Hmm. And the longer she sat out there and drank, the crazier she got. The mom was just hanging out with her this whole time. Yeah, and I'm just sitting out there. She's saying really rude, mean things to me. You wouldn't believe it. And I just sit there and just was like, all right, okay. Yeah. No, we're good. Okay. Yep, it's gone. Yeah, wild shit. And this lady just got... And she's out there and she just starts having, like, um, what do you call it, like, hallucinations. Like, she starts seeing giants everywhere. And, and saying, like, giants were going to take over the world and... Starts getting, like, super racist, bro. Huh. And we had to yelling like, out chase racist stuff. Yeah, we we're like, dude, that's not okay. Yeah, it's not okay. <laughs> like, I mean, it was unreal how this woman started behaving. Mm-hmm. It was awful. 
some wild shit. We did. We seen all kinds of stuff. But most people were pretty cool, though. Most people were pretty cool. And we had a lot of good times. Nice. Seems like an interesting business to be in Airbnb. Well, you ain't heard why we quit. Hmm. You ain't heard why we quit. So flash forward, me and Justice continuing on, and we're experiencing all kinds of shit, you know, life's great, and this is, and, uh, so, um, Justin. Oh my God, dude, I am not high. So then, um. Allegedly, of course. So then, this man comes here. We'll call him George. George. Okay, we'll call him George. George checks in and he starts talking to me and talking to me and talking to me. And then he like I'll give it a put this up. I don't know. He he I've got an astro He like got here and he like crazily went to work on my front porch and rebuild it. Oh, that dude. Yeah. Okay. Huh. And Funny he... George, bro. I don't know what happened to him. I really don't. He he had all kinds of mental health issues. I'm not going to try to diagnose nobody. I just know that... What's, yes. I don't know, to be honest. I think it's little, like, sticky thing, Like, not sticky notes, but, like, little things to help stuff stick on walls. Huh. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Little stickies, double-sided stickies. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. But, um... Anyway, so he stayed for a while. He did a lot of work. I let him stay for free. Oh, my God. And then they did a bunch of mushrooms with him and just a bunch of shit with him one night. Halloween night. Allegedly. Allegedly. The only people are boys in Belgium right now. Come on, man. No. You don't know what we did. Shut all up. I'm going to say... All I'm going to say... Is they were watching scary movies on Halloween. Yeah, because I was not... I did crazy. not... I did not have Justin present here. This went on. This went on... Like, he was on good terms with us. Good terms with everybody. And... Um, it... it he made a lot of, he made, basically, let's just bottom line what he did, and without many details. He made a bunch of author, unauthorized videos of people here. Like he was just, he started just recording videos of people when they were watching these scary movies doing this stuff. And they were watching the, uh, the Rob Zombie films. And like, I, because I was doing like homework, like he, the, he made the little a lot time. of inappropriate videos of people here. And um, then tried to use the videos to blackmail us and threaten us. And it was a mess. It was very crazy. It was very psychotic. It was like no kind of crazy behavior I've ever seen before. Hmm. And so that's when I shut down Airbnb. Because I realized it was only a matter of time before we let some... Raging lunatic in here, they'd kill everybody. And there was a few people that I would tell Justin, lock the bedroom door, wouldn't I? Like, we had some questionable people. You're like, whoa, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And Justin knew what it meant when I texted him, lock your bedroom door. And sometimes I'd go in there and stay in Justin's bedroom because they was that scary. Yeah. I guess I, I spent a there. lot of nights over there with Quinn. I, I um, sleep on the couch in his bedroom. Because they give some scary vibes off. Hmm. <laughs> and eventually, we bro, through it. We got through it. And long story short, I just want to say, like, happy Mother's Day. Um, you've lived a crazy life, and you're going to live an even crazier well, as, life. Man, as a result, you've lived a crazy life as my son, and you've had a lot of crazy experiences. Yeah. Dude, I was little Pablo Escobar of high school. What are you talking about, honey? You started out in the sixth grade. Was it sixth grade or fifth grade? Fifth grade. First year in North Windy Ridge. What was the first thing you sold in high school? She, no, the first thing. She had like a little convenience store. In fifth grade, he got caught for, and I can show you the thing somewhere. I still got it. I was like trapping candy on the bus because she was shut down candy okay, on the bus. Okay, okay. Store, so I just had like mad candy. And, and they and they like really loaded up as that he had a corporation. And, and they, they got the notebook where I had all the people's names. And, and why is that illegal? To because trap they said candy that, on the on the bus. They said that it was because of his influence on other children that it wasn't good. That it was like a. I'm trying to think of the words they use. God Almighty. Um. It was basically calling him like a mafia. Organized Bro. crime. Did you have other kids trapping the candy for you? As yes, well? he had other kids right, selling bro, the candy on. for him. Come on, they would bring the money back to him. He had Liz. It was changed, and you gave him bro. a cut. It was Liz. It was changed. It, it was, was changing candy. It was Liz. <laughs> he had Liz of who owed him what for how much candy? How much fucking money you make off this? I uh, dude, I, I like. I'd say probably close to like seventy to like a hundred and forty dollars. Like yeah, and I just, what did you do with it? Buy more candy? We went to Cherokee, okay, and I did. I bought like a bunch of stuff. We went to Cherokee. Uh and I just spent all the money there at the Cherokee place. Um and then in high school, bro, I was just I started smoking weed because I, I like I started uh when my my brother and sister and her uh, what's it called baby daddy um, mm. when those two like I don't know what I'm saying they they paid me to smoke for the first time because I was really against uh. it um, a lot of money and he was an adult I was sure yep um but it was crazy, man. Um, We've had fun. We've yeah. had a fun life. Me and these kids have had a fun life. Mm-hmm. We have made the most of our times. I always kept everybody safe and fed and happy. Mm-hmm. I always figured as long as everybody was safe, fed, and happy, I was I was doing okay as a mom. Yep. Shout out Mother's Day. Shout out Mother's Day, for real. Yeah, my mom's a mother of seven children, and it's she's not like a single mother. She has my dad with her, which that's still wild. Over the years, <clears throat> I've started to understand how like big a blessing it is to have a mom and a dad, and all my brothers and sisters be from the same two parents. Um, 
and there's seven kids, so there's a lot of community there, but yeah, always had a great mom. She's always, like, brought me up and taught me that, you know, I can be whatever I want, basically. Um, Where are you at on the spectrum of the children in age? I am the second oldest. Second oldest? Oh, so you got a lot of your younger siblings. Yeah, I have. So she's still a young years. mother. How old is she? Uh... <laughs> Man. You don't have to tell me. I ain't going to put you on the spot. I don't know. Where is she at today? Is she in Brunswick? She's in Brunswick. Yep, down in Georgia. Gosh, she is a lucky lady to live down there. I love that part of the uh, country. I mean, yeah, it's nice, but there's also nothing unless you can, like, get out on Y'all a Y'all got boat. the hostel in the forest. I know, but money. And then, bleh. I hate Brunswick. It's my least favorite place that I've ever lived. Dude, I'd love to take you to the hostel for the hostel, uh, the forest, the hostel in the forest. Uh, we could rent like a whole little like cabin thing, and it's like it's like fifty bucks per person per night, right? Forty. Forty, and you like you can buy like a lifetime you buy membership. The, yeah, you got your membership, so and it's you have 40. to go for the first time with somebody who already has a membership there, hmm. and they have like. Uh, they have like a whole lake area dude we could like go take like a meditated like weekend we could get a couple people you know like it could be lit bro uh, and we'll we'll change that for you yeah and if I went Fight down some demons bro I'd love that I'm sorry it's next I, to the Waffle House I'd be going down there probably to try to like um, this month to try to uh, get to my sister's graduation and stuff um, when's that? 23rd 23rd nice. I think this month let's go bro that's yeah. fucking dope yep yep should be cool she'll walk across the stage she just stays straight for this last semester I guess she's got one class that she's not really passing right now um, but she's good on the rest so she needs to just sharpen up in that one class but yeah shout out her bro dude I yeah. love your family I really do um, like I'll support you guys no matter what. Uh, oh, and speaking of, my graduation is this week. Nice. I finally have my first degree. Let's go. That's awesome. Ms. First degree black belt? Yeah. I'm a first no, degree I now have an associate's oh, degree no, in paralegal technology. Okay. Hell yeah. Lawyer shit. Lawyer. Paralegal technology. Paralegal. Yes. So what exactly is paralegal tech like technology? Well, um, you do legal work uh -huh. for attorneys. Okay. 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 Basically, you're an attorney's secretary. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, <clears throat> the plan is if I don't change the plan. Um, but at my point in life, I reserve the right to change the plan whenever I want to. Mm -hmm. But this, at this stage, my um, plan is is to start. I'm I'm transferring to another college to be in the to study pre-law. To work towards being a lawyer, I want to be an attorney. Want to get a law school. Mm -hmm. You can be a lawyer. I'm going to be a professional fighter. It'll be cool. We we both, that's one thing we have in common. We're both fighters. 
that we like to fight in different ways. Mm. Yeah, I like the hitting people part. Me too. Me too. Me There's too. nothing malicious about it. I don't like violence. Until they hit me. It is alright, motherfucker. But I do love the law. Yeah. I teeped a Thai dude in the face and I saw his face curl and then I got teeped in the face and I was like, it's on. Yeah. Uh, fighting is wild, bro. I love fighting. Fighting is wild. It's awesome. Bro, and how do you feel about the jiu-jitsu tournament coming up? I feel pretty good about it, man. I feel like I'm going to like pretend to Kimura somebody and then actually armbar them. And That's dope. I feel like I'm going to do something else to somebody else but yeah how do you set that up what the kimura yeah i would love for you to just because i'm oh, yeah. bad with setting up kimuras and arm <clears throat> bars um so basically it's just like from a side control if you can get yourself in a side control position you know the sequence to get to gift wrap mm -hmm. right so if you want to make them uncomfortable make them turn to that side to expose the arm bar, right? They're laying on their back, both shoulders on the mat. You want them to expose one side. So you pin, let's say the right arm down for the Kimura grip. You got your frame here. The other one goes underneath and swims through. They're gonna roll onto this side, onto their right side and reach the left hand to free up that Kimura grip. Then you use that to tie in for the arm bar right here, throw your leg over, or you can even just go knee on belly and th throw your other leg over the head and drop back for the arm bar. Um, but yeah, every time I've done it, it's been from either mount or side control. I saw you do it the other day out of the corner of my eye and I was like, that shit looked nice. Yeah, no, it was cool, it's cool. I've been working on it. Um, <clears throat> And I like arm bars because I haven't figured out like exactly how to finish my triangles yet. Um, simple chokes. I simple used to stuff. be really good with my triangles before I like, uh, before I just like did Muay Thai for just a year. And I got really good with my triangles. And I, I just can't, can't do my triangles anymore, bro. Like I need to go back through the triangle fundamentals. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it like triangles are awesome. Uh, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm I'm signed up for the intermediate bracket, uh, so I get to go against some like really good guys. Nice. Um, and it's gonna be crazy, bro. I I can't wait to compete. I'm really grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, I'm going up in the, like the beginner beginner matches because that's where I feel like I am in jujitsu right now. I'm still like a beginner. Um. And I've been trying to, like, not use my athleticism so much in the jiu-jitsu room because I'm more athletic than a lot of people on the mats. It can get you trapped, though. But it can get me trapped with people who are just more technical in jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily favor the athlete. Unless the athlete is, like, also super proficient in jiu-jitsu. And even then, you don't want to go fast. You just want to be smooth. Some guys are really fucking smooth, bro. Mm -hmm. I was watching some shit in one from that last one card they just had. 
um, one fight night 15 mm-hmm. and it's free on YouTube shout out that but I was just watching clips from that and that shit was lit uh, one of the first matches was like a really nice like MMA fight uh, and this dude tried to like was like really nice uh, like he was probably like a third degree black belt and this other dude is a purple belt Mm-hmm. And the purple belt got the black belt in a submission. Like the the guy kept threatening submissions for the first two rounds, and then like halfway through the second round, he just slipped into it and went to like a rear naked. And they were like, "Oh, watch out, watch out!" He's his last two submit his last two fights have been submissions off this off the rear naked. And then the dude starts fighting for the rear naked, and then he does this one cool little tricky thing. And then just, like, the chokes all this way, synced in on the black belt, and mm-hmm. the black belt is done, bro, and it was crazy. Um, but it was wild. I love one. I love fights. Dang, black belt. How you get whooped up like that by a purple belt? The, the fucking, uh, the announcer, Mitch Chilson, he was like, he was like, you gotta tell your coaches, you, 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 your coaches gotta think you you need at least a brown belt now for submitting a black belt like that. And uh, it was so cool because like the dude was threatening submissions, but the purple belt had really intelligent defense, mm-hmm. and he was just focusing on like fundamental shit. And like he ended up catching like I don't know, dude. I think I'm definitely going against like a game guy in this tournament, uh, but I think. I think I can do that. I, I think I can push myself and do that because I sword hogwar. What weight class are you going in at? <clears throat> 176 to 190. Okay. So 190, yeah. Okay. So it's not like I just have to be in shape. Yeah. Um, I can't eat like crazy, but I'm just going to be disciplined with my the food I eat for a month. Righteous-ish. I'm typically pretty mindful of it. I'm doing the weight class right below that one. Just one the that caps at one seventy six, um, because yeah, that's just where that's about what I'm walking around at, or it's what I was today after I like did some exercises, you know, did some boxing stuff and then some sauna, um, but yeah, nice, yep. Shit, man. Shout out that. Like, shout out Mother's Day. Thank you, Mom, uh, for being on the episode. I hope you had fun. Um, Audio. And Isaac, yo, shout out you, bro. Yeah, you really, thank you, Isaac, for it. You really, uh, I don't know. I don't know what she was going to say, but you really, uh, you're really about to compete in your first jiu-jitsu tournament. That yeah. shit is going to be really cool. I'm excited for it. That should it. be cool, yeah. I think, I, mean, I think... I remember seeing your bracket, and it was, like, bumping. Yeah, there's a lot of people in there. I think it's filled up, actually. And they make you compete a lot, and I love that shit. Yeah, it'll be cool. Love that shit. It'll be cool. I feel like it's going to be weird to roll and then sit out and then roll again, whereas in the gym, it's like, bam, bam, bam. It's like fucking one round with one guy, and then you get up, and you got 30 seconds to find another guy. If you it's know. Brazilians, Johnny shit talks them the whole time, and they just make exactly. your matches one after the other, one after okay, the other. Okay, okay, hell yeah. So it feels great. Johnny just shit talks the ref. He's like, "Yo, my guys don't need such a long break." He's right. like, "They can go. They're good. They're good. They can keep going." Uh, and it's fun. Nice. Yeah. So we might have to wait like maybe a minute just to get set up again, mm-hmm. but it's it's good. Um, but yeah, man. 
thank you for being on episode 32 of the Jag Off Hours. 32? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think it's 32. It's either 32 or 33. Cool. Woo-hoo. Boom. Uh...